0: Well, everyone seems to be talking about this reunion that we just had for Salt Lake. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, Wanted to share this chat we had with Lisa Barlow. It's only a year ago. I mean, A, look at how much has changed in the past year. B, do we think Lisa has changed? I love looking back, especially when it's a first-year housewife because it's just so interesting. This was about a year ago. It was right in the middle of Lisa's first season, all of their first seasons, but Lisa's first season, and I just think it's so interesting. Has Lisa changed? Is it the same Lisa as Lisa? Which really makes her authentic if you think she's the same. But listen, I I, I, I don't want to share my thoughts on Lisa because um, really it's not about me. I want to hear what all of you guys have to say. And I hope you enjoy this chat. Let me know what you think. This is a one-year-ago chat with Lisa before any of this stuff happened with Genshaw. We love sharing these old classics, some of my favorites that get lost on the feed. Here you go, a chat with Miss Lisa Barlow. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back, Behind the Velvet Rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one and only Miss Lisa Barlow. How are you?
1: Good. Oh my gosh, busy though. It's the holidays. There's so much going on from a work perspective. It's just a lot right now.
0: You've got a lot going on. And as we said before, I told you you didn't have to do glam, but you said to me that you do glam every day.
1: Every day. I've been doing it for years, though. It's not new for the show. I've literally had makeup done like since I was 24 years old, almost like weekly, at least two times.
0: Even like in the height of COVID, like just staying in, like you're just like, I, I don't care.
1: Um, during COVID, I was very natural. <laughs>
0: that's okay
1: at home self tanners um I actually think I'm great at doing other people's makeup when it comes to my own I prefer to have someone else do it
0: I get it I think if I wore makeup I would do the same I don't know I I just don't think I'd be able to do my own makeup that's just me (laughs) so that's good though but so you've been busy what is going on how is Salt Lake doing like what's oh, right. going on there
1: it's amazing i love that i live here you know i'm always a new yorker at heart my mom's there my grandmothers there so much of my family's there i grew up there so that's always home at heart but when it comes down to it i'm never leaving salt lake i've le- i've moved here left moved to here left and i keep coming back so i'm like addicted it's addictive
0: did you grow up you grew up, up- upstate new york
1: yeah the capital district And then as I was older, you know, like when I was on my own, we lived in Midtown for a bit.
0: Did you love living in New York City?
1: Um, You know what? I wanted to be in the city so bad as a kid. Like I felt like I should have been a city kid. And with my girlfriends, you know, we'd always go into the city. I feel like it's like a second home to me, um, but I did not grow up in the city. Everyone wants to think I did, but I didn't. Sorry. I grew up with lots of land. We had horses. (laughs)
0: Well, it's just a compliment because you're glamorous. Some people associate glamor and glam with New York City, I guess.
1: Thank you. My mom has the best style. Like I have four sisters and a brother and my mother just loves fashion. She's literally every Friday growing up, she was like, let's go buy stuff. And, like, she loved, like, making sure we had – we all have such different styles, me and my sisters. My one sister actually designs like, a beautiful line of dresses that are all made in Colombia that are, like, fabulous for yachting and vacationing. Um, but we all have, like, a really street chic kind of style, and we get that from our mom. My dad work- – too my dad's cute (laughs) You say
0: were you so you were into fashion growing up like you were just always into fashion
1: i you know what i can tell you every single year from chanel like as a child like i would just look through vogue magazines mademoiselle like everything that was like my bible growing up and just like study fashion like i fixated on certain pieces chanel has a collection out now that's a remake of something that I was obsessed with in 1988. And I was like, no, 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 get me the original. I don't want the remake, but I love the decadence of it all. I love like simple, cheap stuff.
0: (laughs) What's your, like, what are some of your favorite, like is Chanel your favorite brand? Like what are your favorite brands?
1: Oh my gosh. I have so many favorite brands. So I love, you know, Chanel is timeless and classic. Who doesn't love a Chanel tweed blazer and, you know, always have a lot of Chanel handbags. I love Hermes. Um, you know, that's an ever-growing collection. And yes. I love Saint Laurent because it's, like, edgy, but still, like, so feminine. But it's, like, you know, I'm a type A personality, so I feel like it's a good balance between my femininity and that, like, really bold side of me. Um, and then there's some emerging brands that I'm obsessed with. There's one OUD that I, like, i am obsessed with right now. Um, And just like finding great pieces, like I like to touch, so (laughs) I like to find things that are tactile, have, you know, like a playoff of fabrics, like tweeds with leathers. I like mixing it up a little bit, but still looking simple.
0: So you like touching artwork and you like touching fashions.
1: Like, look, I love this. (laughs) This painting behind me is absolutely amazing. Um, It's done by an artist in LA, and it has a lot of texture, which is why I like to touch. So... He actually, I love Swarovski crystal. We're doing so much with Swarovski in our new Vita bottle. And um, this painting is actually covered with little mini micro um, Swarovski crystal. So for me, I like to touch. Like if it's going to be in my house, I like to touch. Actually, it was so funny. Yesterday, Henry was pressing the glass on our staircase. And I'm like, stop touching. And he goes, what? You like to touch? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, You're I'm saying? not going to win with this. Yeah. I had to move my desk a little bit there. It's like off. Oh, you to- look,
0: you look fine to me. Um, and we're gonna get into Vita Tequila. So you, so you moved really to that area for school, right? For Brigham Young.
1: Yeah. So I came out here to go to school. I've actually gone to like four colleges. BYU happens to be one of them. Um, and you know, for me, it was coming out here to go to school. And I have, you know, I'm one of six kids, and we're in eight years. So I had an older sister that had just finished a year of school. My brother who was um, at school, and then they both left on missions for the LDS church, and then I was at school, and then next, my younger sister, Denise, ended up there. I mean, my parents had, like, four to five kids in college all at the same time, so wow. it's crazy, but we came out here to go to school, and we all love it.
0: Wow, and where did you meet your husband, John?
1: Oh, my gosh, so John served an LDS mission with my sister, Genia. They both spoke French, so they both thought, oh, we're going to get called to France, They got called to Las Vegas. And like, Gina became really good friends with John and thought he was so amazing. We heard about him for her. She went on a year and a half mission. He was out for two years. And then when we were all at school, I moved back to New York and then came back. I like love going home. And, um, you know, they're both our home right now, but I love going back to New York. Moved back out. And my sister's like, oh my gosh, you have to meet this guy, John Barlow. He's so amazing. I wanted nothing to do with him. I ended up moving to New York, to Chicago, back to New York, and then back to Utah. We followed like the same path and ended up in the same cities, but never would run into each other. And it took my younger sister finding John in Park City for me to like hang out with him. And like we literally went on a bees game. We went to a bees game, a local like baseball team, and I thought it was just my friend. It was platonic. And then we ended up crushing on each other.
0: <laughs> the wait is over. That's right. A season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Wow. What do you think of, like, I don't know if you keep up with all the Bravo blogs now that you're in this world, but what do you think about, I mean, you know, he's getting like one of the hotter house husbands of... Oh. salt lake talk like you know nah. from-
1: oh i have not seen that but i'm sure he will love that and you know john played um semi-pro volleyball so he looks great with a shirt on amazing with a shirt off like john barlow should never have a shirt on
0: <laughs> well you know you've already filmed this season maybe next season you can make sure he's in some scenes with no shirt on
1: I know, I was like, why do I keep getting asked to wear my bikini? Put John in a bathing suit. Come on. <laughs> You'll
0: have to set up. But you know, it's just so cold there, or at least when you filmed, it was. So,
1: yeah. And you know what's funny about my husband? He actually wears shorts year round. Like, you're going to see some scenes. Like, I actually think our opening scene, I'm like, I have no makeup on. My kids have bad breath and bad hair, and John's in shorts. So, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs>
0: oh my God. I love it. I, I have. I have friends like that that are always in shorts and I'm like, I don't get it. Cause I'm always cold.
1: Same. I'm with you. Same.
0: Did you watch like any housewives? Like you don't have to like, were you like a reality TV uh, person before this? Um,
1: You know what? I really enjoyed my, one of the first franchises I watched on real housewives was Miami. I love Miami. I think growing up in New York, I have this like, like fascination and love of Miami. My grandfather lived in Florida um, we would go visit him when I was a kid and it was just like, you know, it's like New York South basically. Uh-huh. And so I loved Miami. I love that everyone was like over the top. So I think I kind of like that franchise, but I definitely love Beverly Hills in New York. And ironically the year we launched Vita Tequila, Bethany Frankel was there with people.com covering the Sundance film festival. We love Bethany. I Literally had so much fun with her for 10 days. Um, I'm pretty sure she drank a lot of Vita. Um, she does love tequila and her Skinny Girl's done amazing. But, um, you know, I think, yeah. I
0: was going to ask you about that. So when, was this like Bethany, like when was this? Like, cause I've seen some clips.
1: 2007, like, January of 2007. So we're going on like 13 years now. Been so a this, long time.
0: this was before Skinny Girl or any it of was that. Skinny
1: Girl, she had Bethany Bakes. And I actually had chef coats made and we sent her a chef coat in tequila. And, you know, when I would be in New York, sometimes I would run into Bethany. We never hung out, but I always like thought she was such a cool person. And then when she went on Housewives, I'm like, this is so appropriate, you know? And it's so weird when you watch like those early episodes. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like night and day compared to how it was. But I think I got addicted to New York because of Bethany. And um, I think there's some fun characters on that show, like, my friends that live in Miami, the Liebermans, they, they actually have an amazing rum called Moss, and they own the South Beach Hotel Group. When I was at their wedding, Ramona Singer was there and Luann. So this is like a long time ago.
0: Anything interesting happened with Ramona and Luann at the wedding? Anything so you Ramona observed?
1: Me because I was at the wedding and my dress got stuck in a chair, and Ramona's like, don't move, don't move, and it was a strapless, beautiful floral dress. It literally would have come off if I like sat up the wrong way. So Ramona saved my dress, but you know at the time I was like, "Let's just have fun. We're at a wedding," <laughs> and they well, both were beautiful. I think Luann is so pretty in person. Like I, I love how thin and long and lean she is, and I think you know Ramona's just your typical like awesome New York woman. Like I thought they were super nice.
0: Well, you know, some people have not had such great experiences with Ramona. And here you were, like, you were a stranger. You weren't on TV and you had a good experience with Ramona. She was looking yeah, out for you.
1: She saved my dress.
0: <laughs> well, that's, uh, wow. What about Bethany? Like, way back when? Like, anything fun happened oh, when she was oh there? My
1: gosh. Bethany was so fun. Like, we have so many pictures with her. Um, I, she was just, like, the best hostess. I mean, she was there hosting a uh, dinner series And then we would go upstairs and we had bought out the balcony. So we were entertaining so many of our distributors and partners. So it was awesome. And I mean, she's just fun. Like she literally, I'll never forget her saying this when people.com, they sent her out there to cover it. She's like, I didn't know they were going to even air any of it. And they like gave her this whole great segment. She did amazing. And I mean, it's all A-list, all like beautiful chefs, beautiful people, um, a lot of fun. And she killed it. She was meant to be doing what she's doing. 100%. Hundred percent.
0: Could you tell like she was like a hard worker back then, like type yeah, A, and like I think you? Yeah, I appreciate
1: that because I am too. Like we like to hustle. Like I am, you know. It would be so nice to just sit around and look pretty all day, but I work really hard too. You're gonna see soon how hard I work. And. I like it.
0: (laughs) Do you think that's like a misconception of you just because you are into fashion and glam? And like, you know, do you think people think like, you know, you have like a little tequila brand and like, do you think people think you don't really wake up and work all day? so
1: many people think so many different things of me. Um, You know, at the luncheon um, that you saw in the last episode, you see me talking, they, you know, Bravo can only air so much footage. Like they have so much footage in that moment, I'm saying people misunderstand me. I'm judged all the time. It's, you know, it gets exhausting. And now I'm just to the point where I'm like, you can think whatever you want of me. You can think I'm who you think I am. I'm just going to keep being Lisa Barlow. I like Lisa Barlow. That doesn't mean I'm, I'm like a narcissist or in love with myself, but you know, a lot of people pay good money to like themselves and like seek out help. I've had a strong sense of myself since I was a kid, because I'm one of six kids. You have to like step up, have an identity or like you're going to drown. So I learned at a young age, be bold, say what you think. My parents were always open to that. And, you know, if people have a misconception of me or don't like me, because, you know, for some people, when you're really confident, it's polarizing for them. Mm -hmm. I've learned to think like, what can I do to help you? Like, uh, like, but I don't want to change myself for other people either.
0: I think that's a good way to be. I'm kind of the same way. I think it's polarizing. People love you. And then there's lots of people that hate you. And you're just like, I, I don't know what you want from me. This is yeah. just who I am. Yeah. But it's that's-
1: to just be ourselves, right? Let's just keep being us.
0: And like you said, it saves lots of money on therapy bills.
1: Lots of money.
0: <laughs> right? Um. So did you watch Beverly Hills this past season? Yeah,
1: I love Beverly Hills. And you know, um, Kyle and I have a mutual acquaintance, And when she was launching her store, Aline 2, Kyle by Aline 2, we actually had our tequila brand there. And then we did an event with Lily Galici there. We did an event in the Hamptons with Kyle when she did her pop-up there. I introduced um, Meredith Marks to her team too. So she did a pop-up with her in um, Long Island. I think Kyle's great. Um, I love Lisa Renna. Like, love her.
0: Who doesn't love Lisa Renna?
1: I just love that she's so direct. Like... Oh my gosh. Amazing.
0: Have you heard from anyone like, you know, now that you're on the housewives, like have certain people reached out, like good luck, here's some advice.
1: Dolores did very early on. I really like her. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm a New Yorker at heart. Like I was raised in New York. I love direct. Just tell me what you think. Let's get it over with. You know? So Dolores, I think is amazing. She reached out to me early on. Um, Emily, I love on OC, you know, Emily and I have a lot in common, like as moms and I love Shane. I had a college roommate that grew up in Laguna and um, they had, they told me so many amazing things about Shane and how cool he is. They don't think he's anything like not this season, but prior seasons, like what you see on TV. Um, I think he's a really good person has a really good heart. I think Emily is just so cool. Um, I love how smart she is. She's sassy. She's got some bite. Like I love that. And then Lisa Renna reached out to me and I loved that, because I think Lisa's, um, you know, when a long time ago, like, probably, I just had Jack. I was in LA shopping at Fred Siegel, and Lisa Renna was there, and she was just chatting me up. I was with my girlfriend, Emily, and we were working on this, like, clothing line that we thought we wanted to do. Lisa Renna was in there, and, like, literally was the nicest person ever, and so tiny, and just so perfect, and, you know, it's amazing, like, who would have ever thought, like, we'd both be house- you
0: were You were just a shopper, and she's just started talking to you at Fred Siegel? Yeah, I
1: was shopping at Fred Siegel's, and her girls were so little. I mean, Jack's 16 now. Jack was literally two months old when I was in L.A. So, wow. I mean, it's that long ago. But I remember, you know, people leave an impression on you. She's so friendly, and her girls were so tiny back then. I mean, they couldn't be more than, like, four to seven, maybe. I don't even know, but, like, tiny and But she was super chatty, like in the kids' section. I used to buy all of Jack's kid, kid clothes at Fred Siegel or Kitson uh, in L.A., so.
0: What did what advice did Lisa run out? Like, what did Lisa say when she reached out to you now? Oh, well,
1: it was just a nice DM, and she's like, you're doing great. If you need anything, let me know. And I thought that was super thoughtful. I know she's so busy. I love that she's doing makeup. Um, her makeup is completely flawless, so I have an amazing team that I've worked with for a few years now that's consistently worked with me for a few years, and I'm always like, look at Lisa Renna's makeup, and I actually think Dorit has amazing makeup, too. Like, flawless.
0: Flawless. Yeah. Flawless. You know,
1: in Utah, we have amazing hairstylists and um, makeup artists, too, which is awesome. Like, like, we're lucky. A lot of our Utah people end up in L.A. or New York, which is cool.
0: Well, listen, you got the DM stamp of approval from Lisa Rinna. So you must be doing something right so far. I hope so. <laughs> How did you get involved with RHOSL?
1: Um, so I um, do a lot of stuff in Park City. We used to own a restaurant in Park City. We haven't had it for almost five years now. I loved it. I definitely want to do another one. And I've been doing Sundance for like 12 years, 13 years um, outside of my own brand. I do pop-ups for other large companies. And one of my friends owns a sick restaurant in Park City called Handle. And we have a lot of mutual friends. And her husband is really good friends with this guy, Jason, that worked for the production company. So they're like, hey, will you talk to these people? Megan um, called me and she's like, hey, will you talk to our friend Jason? They were looking at doing something in Park City. I was literally in the middle of getting a blowout. He calls, um, Joey, this other gentleman that works for our old production company was on the line and we, I was getting a blowout. I ended up talking to them for over an hour and I was in one of Lisa's sassy moods. Like I was so sassy and they're like, we have to talk to you more. We need to do something in Salt Lake. And now we're, I mean, it was fast. Like people think it took forever in, in my mind and in my time. Like, I was not ready for it. Like, you'll see on the show, I thought they would show more of it. But, like, John went out of town. Like, this is in December. I talked to Jason and Joey. John went out of town in January right before Sundance. And I decided, I'm like, I hate the one bathroom in our entryway. I'm going to rip it out. And then once I redid that, I'm like, we need to redo the whole house. So I literally had people here every day for a year, which is unnerving for my husband. And um, so when we got the call that we had the show, I'm like, well, my house is ripped apart. I don't even have a roof on half of it. And so I'm like, yes, you're going to have to film in the hotel and <laughs> in our house. So we were really expecting it. And to me, it happened super fast from pilot to going into season, unbelievably fast.
0: Did you, did you know anyone before? Well, you knew Meredith prior. Yeah, Meredith
1: and I have been friends for almost 10 years. We were set up on um, Bruce. We love you because Bruce set us up, Bruce and David, um, in Park City, um, David knew Meredith well, Bruce knew me. Bruce has done Sundance events with his company that he owns with his brother for years that I've helped on. I mean, we all kind of grew up together, meaning in the event space. And um, Bruce is like, literally, I'll never forget where I was on the sidewalk on Main Street. And he's like, you have to meet my friend Meredith. She's moved here from Chicago. She is dying. She needs friends and you two are gonna be best friends. She was at the St. Regis. I was an hour late. She's a Sagittarius. Like, come on, Meredith, why are you on time? And I like felt like stressed out getting up there. We I sat down, she and I ended up talking literally till dinner time. And our birthdays are a day apart. So I'm the 14th of December, she's the 15th of December. Both Sag girls, and we just had the best time and I felt like it was instant chemistry. I went to jewelry shows with Meredith. I like love having lunch and dinners with her. And Seth is amazing. The reason I am dubbed Mormon 2.0 is because of Seth Marks.
0: So t- tell me about that. I mean, you, you're Jewish, you were born Jewish. Yep.
1: I'm Jewish by heritage, never religiously Jewish, but my mom loves anything to do with Judaism, like the culture, the food, the concept of you know, like better living. Um And I think Judaism is very close to Mormonism. A lot of people don't understand that the LDS church has a huge amount of property right in Jerusalem. There's the BYU center and, you know, most LDS people go make the passage to the Holy land um, and visit it. So for me, um, I like being LDS, but I also like doing it my way. Like I think we're all individuals, so we're not going to live a religion the same way. I respect all the rules, all the boundaries, but I also think I'm an individual. So I'm going to do it the way that works best for me. And I still, I mean, I'm very culturally Jewish. Like I love being Jewish too. I think a lot of people think I'm giving up on that, but no, I love being Jewish. I mean my, my, be- my Jew jeans are my best jeans. <laughs> I
0: get it. I'm Jewish. I'm not religious. So I totally get it. Cultural, cultural. I mean, I live in New York, so I mean, that yeah. makes sense.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> why, why do you think like people came to Salt Lake and said, we really want to do something in Salt Lake? Like, what is it about Salt Lake at this point? Like in the Housewives franchise that kind of brings well, new I mean, life into it?
1: There's so many different things like growing up in New York. I think Park City is like the Hamptons of the West. Like if I'm in the Hamptons, I know in the winter, I'm going to see all of my friends in Park City. Um, It's so savvy. It's so like sexy. You know, we have the Sundance film festival that comes here all the time. Like the Sundance Institute is here. People don't realize who actually lives here year round and part time. And what's happening here. Some of the biggest tech companies in the world are based in Utah started and created in Utah. My best friends own a company called Vivit Home Automation. Snoop Dogg is the spokesperson for them. They're based here. I grew up with it. Like, I mean, I grew up not with Andy, but like knowing her meeting her in college, we met at a physical therapy or not physical therapy, physical science class and became best friends. And like, you know, they have sold three companies now for over a billion dollars. And I think what people don't realize is it's, you know, there's silicone Silicon Valley, but then there's Silicon Slopes and I'm actively involved in it and what they're doing is amazing. I mean, we have some of the best tech companies here, which brings in some of the coolest, most innovative people you can imagine. And I mean, the climate's amazing. Like, I love going home in the winter, but it's bitter cold. Like, John can wear shorts in the winter here. (laughs) Like, that's always a draw. The weather is amazing.
0: So you obviously knew Meredith before, and now there's this question of whether you knew Heather, I guess. Oh. Do, you, do you really not remember Heather from college?
1: It's not that I don't remember Heather. It's that I didn't know Heather in college, and Heather didn't know me. Heather knows that, and she knows when I met. I mean, it's well-documented, like, and, you know, I mean, when you say something like, I have so much history, listen, like, Heather, I don't know why Heather's saying this, whatever. Heather knows when she met me. It was in 2017 January when I introduced her to Meredith and we did like a little pop-up together. Like, I mean, I had my tequila there. Um, it was then Vassage J Spa, Med Spa had like vitamin B shots, which were amazing. Like everyone, I was sending everyone there. And Meredith had her jewelry and beautiful jackets downstairs. Like, I mean, it's well-documented. I would never pretend not to know someone. And I have a very good memory I remember a lot like I like actually you can probably tell the way I give details <laughs> yes I remember a lot you know it's you know watching that was so like disgusting because like actually that one party was on my real birthday I wasn't dismissive of anybody turn off your sound and rewatch the footage right yeah
0: are you shocked? So like, you know, you film this show, like when you're in it, are you shocked? You know, like when some innocent comment like that now becomes like a thing? You know, you're like, wait. wait this- what's
1: the innocent comment?
0: Well, like, I don't oh, remember I say, you or
1: whatever. You.
0: Yeah. Or yeah. even saying like, oh, I don't remember. Like, listen, I- I've met yeah. certain people where I'm just like, nice to meet you. I'm not that person. And someone's yeah. like, we met before. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm the biggest loser in the world. We did meet before. Sometimes you, know you just don't remember. You meet a million yeah. people.
1: For Heather, it wasn't about not remembering. Um, when I'm sitting on the sofa with Jen and Meredith, when Jen says that, I'm like, what is she saying? What's going through my head is, what did Heather say? What is she saying? And I was like, I don't remember her from college. I don't know her from college. And the week before we started filming, my friend, M.B., who's my really good friend, and she grew up in Malibu. She married one of my best guy friends um, from a long time ago. And we're very close, like our kids are very close too. Mary Beth, the week before we started filming, was like, is Heather Gay really on the show? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, oh my gosh, when we were in high school, we went to EFY at BYU or some, I don't know what the name of it was, but something like it's an especially for you thing. And she's like, Heather was so funny. She would like flash people, like the other girls and stuff, like just to be funny. I thought it was hilarious. I didn't know like telling of this little story, innocent story that's going to become this big thing. And I never called her a good time girl. I said she was a good time. Now her after is, watching the show, I think Heather is a good time girl. And that good for her. Go Heather.
0: <laughs> are you like so far where we are in the season? Are you like your edit? Like when you watch, are you like, okay, this is what I remember. Or are you just like, oh, you know what I mean? Just because this is your first no. time through it.
1: You know, I mean, you could put the show, like all the raw footage in front of five different editors and you're going to have five different shows, right? So it's their perception. Like, you know, that's something I'm constantly fighting is the perception of me. I have the biggest heart. I'm super, when I say something, I mean it. Like when I say, oh, I love that. I genuinely love that. And you'll know when I don't like something because I'm equally as loud about that. But you know, um they maybe in the first two episodes, you had Whitney and Heather's perspective of me, because I'm not saying much, you get my Taco Bell order. And, you know, you see me waking my kids up in the morning, and I loved my outfit on my birthday. (laughs) So I'm like, you know, that's like, I'm like, okay, I love that. Um, But, um, you know, I mean, they're telling it from six different people's perspective. And, you know, maybe to Heather, it felt dismissive. I remember that night completely differently. I wasn't the one being dismissive. And I think like, I mean, look at the once up and down she gives me. It's a clear like up and down. And I'm like, I know I look good. I would look twice too. And like, it's, you know, for me, it's like, okay, you're going to come for me from that angle, whatever. I mean, they can say whatever they want. It's not, it doesn't make it true.
0: I've been so busy lately. I've been neglecting so many things in my life and my hair is no exception. I don't even want to tell you how long I've been going between washes and trying out all sorts of freaking new products. But I finally had enough of this and I'm like, listen, it's time to get serious. And I hit the reset button with clarifying detox shampoo from Way. What I loved almost instantly about Way's detox shampoo was it felt my hair afterwards so luxurious, clean, refreshing. Crashed. I honestly felt like I started to reverse the damage I had done. And I love the smell rose, lychee, cedarwood, mm, white musk, bergamot, yum. When you're ready to undo some damage, hit the reset button with Way Detox Shampoo. Go to T H E O U A I dot com and use code Velvetrope to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com code VelvetRope. I am loving getting my Fit On. Fit On is the number one premium free fitness app. I originally turned to Fit On to help slim down, but now I turn to Fit On not only for my daily workout experience, but for personalized meal plans, advice from celebrity trainers such as Julianne Hough, Gabrielle Union, Lindsay Vaughn. In the past 24 hours, talk about variety. I took classes such as The Taste of Zumba, deepest sleep ever, and kiss my abs. Yes and please. There's so much variety and they're always adding new classes. I never get bored. Pilates, bar, yoga, kickboxing, cardio, strength, dance, meditation. And yep, all of this could be done right from the comfort of your own home. Join over 10 million people getting their fit on. Workout for free. Anytime, anywhere. Text ROPE to 64,000 to join fit on for free. Text ROPE. Rope to 64,000. That's Rope 64,000. You guys know that staying youthful is very important to me. And that's why NAD plus supplementation is an important part of my health routine. Basis by Elysium Health is the most trusted source of NAD supplementation. Their product Basis is clinically proven to increase levels of NAD by 40%. As I age, which I'm not happy about, this is so important to me. Did you know that NAD is found in every single cell of your body and it's responsible for creating energy and regulating hundreds of cell functions? but the body doesn't have an endless supply and the levels decline as you age. Now that I take basis, I have to tell you guys, I've experienced less fatigue and more satisfying workouts. I mean, it doesn't hurt that, you know, Elysium Health has dozens of the world's best scientists working with them and eight are Nobel prize winners. And here's a special offer for my listeners. Go to trybasis.com slash velvet and enter code velvet at checkout to save 10% off basis pre paid plans, as well as other Elysium Health supplements. Decorating a home certainly isn't easy. And I know because I just bought a new apartment. Yep, I'm moving on uptown. And one of the places I turned was Jenny Kane Home. I turned to them to help me curate this new space and make it the space of my dreams. Jenny Kane Home has everything. I'm obsessed with their pillows, their throws, their candles. They also have great sofas, chairs, benches, beds. It's so effortlessly Californian. The Harbor Sofa is so comfortable. It's inviting. It's amazing. And what I love the best is it's so minimalistic. It comes in natural linen, ivory linen, or my favorite, charcoal linen. Create the space you'll never want to leave at JennyKane.com. Get 15% off your first order when you use code VELVET at checkout. That's 15% off your first order. J e n n i k a Y-N-E dot com, Jenny dot com promo code Velvet. I know we have a lot of fun here and talk about reality TV and all the drama, but at the end of the day, listen, what really matters in our lives is our relationships, especially those with significant others. In times like this, more than ever, having someone you can trust and talk to is so important, but even the best relationships hit bumps in the road. That's why I find Talkspace so important. Talkspace therapy gives you unlimited access to a licensed therapist, so you can clear up the confusion and focus on what matters most being the best person and partner. You can be. I mean, I'll be the first to admit, I am not good at relationships. And Talkspace, listen, whether you're married for years or re-entering the dating scene or just trying to get comfortable with being single, talking to a therapist can really help. Join Talkspace today and start the journey to happier, healthier relationships. Just visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code VELVET at sign up. That's $100 off Talkspace.com promo code VELVET. I have to tell you about a new nutritional product that I started using called Athletic Greens. Now, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted better gut health, I wanted more energy, and I wanted to optimize immune system. Well, let me tell you, what I love best about Athletic Greens is it's easy. I personally don't have, didn't have, and never will have time for any nutritional product that is complicated to use. So here's the thing, Athletic Greens, you take one scoop and you add eight ounces of water, and that's all you need. Also, the other thing I love about athletic greens, it actually tastes great. And it's Inexpensive, it costs less than three dollars a day. Also, I love it. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, so there's no nasty chemicals or anything artificial. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit AthleticGreens.com/velvet. Again, that's AthleticGreens.com/velvet to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. No, it doesn't. Like getting to know these women, like other than Meredith, like throughout the process of filming, were you, were certain people like, you know, one way, and then when the camera started rolling, you're like, uh, where did you come from? Like, did you notice people change once the cameras were rolling or you're filming a
1: scene? You know, absolutely. So I think there's two in particular that like put on heavy for camera. And I think people think it's Jen Shaw, 100% not. Jen Shaw is exactly how she is in person as she is on camera. When I talk to Jen on the phone and when I talk to see Jen in person, it's the same person. I think like, I forget cameras are around. I just like, I mean, there's days I don't even like, we're at a group setting and I'm like, how can I dodge the camera? Some people are like, I, the camera's over there. I need to be over there. And instead of letting moments happen organically, they mess things up because it's like, Hey, we're talking about this over here. That's not happening. Like one instance is when we were at prohibition for um, the twenties party, when I saw Jen and I love Jen and Meredith, like Meredith and I, I consider her like family. When I saw them not connecting, I went over there because I wanted to comfort both of them. So many funny things were said between me and Jen that you didn't see that I think people would have perceived the situation differently. Like, Jen had pretty makeup on and, like, got really into character, like like Hollywood 1920s, and she was crying, and I'm like, Jen, you look too pretty to cry. Stop crying. And she goes, I do look pretty, don't I? And, like, it was so endearing and cute, and then she literally called the waiter over and was like um, – I need another Vita tequila. And I'm like, Jen, I love that you love my tequila, but it's time to switch to water. And she's like, okay, I'll drink water. But there was like all these endearing things that happened that you don't see. And then there's other people that are like, Lisa and Jen are talking, let me walk over there because I don't wanna miss camera time. And that's annoying. Like, I mean, that's like rookie a little bit.
0: That is rookie. It's annoying. The, eventually the audience t- will tune you out. Like that's the one thing yeah. audience. And I do think the audience thinks it's Jen Shaw. I, I completely do. I would agree with you that she's the one that kind of puts it on the most, but you don't, yeah. not at all.
1: No, I think that's a hundred percent Jen. So you have to understand Jen's culture and I hope on season two, hopefully um, you get to see more Jen's culture. So Jen is Tongan. Um, you know, it's, awesome that we have our first Polynesian housewife on our franchise and one thing you need to know about the Polynesian culture is they love big they have an entourage around them all the time families everything um and it's also you know if you hear what Jen if you really listen to what she's saying at the luncheon um, with Mary you really get to know who Jen Shaw is you really get to know her personality um I'm really I love her culture she's used to fighting for things You know, they, you know, her dad came from Hawaii to Utah and actually there's like, um, you know, like uh, there's a group that helps other Polynesians with scholarships and finding jobs and building a life for themselves here in Utah. And Jen is really invested in that and a big part of that. Jen is super successful, but I think Jen, Jen and I are both fighters. Like if I were extreme, I would be Jen Shaw. Like, I always joke about that. Like, Jen's, like, a very extreme version of me. Um, and I love it. I think everything about her is authentic. Like, when I watch her, that feels like Jen to me.
0: So then, listen, anyone that has assistants that are dubbed assistant one through five has, I mean, I, I will bow down to. And the Shaw Squad. Oh wow
1: you should have seen them at the premiere unbelievable with their bullhorns and like my kids were like mom auntie Jen is crazy and like a good way they like it like they like how Jen is because it's like you know she's got this youthful side of her and when you really listen to her at the luncheon explain her heritage and who she is she sums it up like you don't have to guess who Jen Shaw is she's telling you
0: well, that only leaves it's not, there's you and Jen and Meredith, so that leaves three people. So who acts yeah. for the camera? Who who plays it up the most?
1: Mary doesn't. I think Mary's really authentic too. Um, you know, I think that Mary's also a, a preacher, so Mary's used to um, being in front of a crowd. Um, you know, that's all I'm going to say about that.
0: Well, there you go. That leaves two yeah. people. Yes. I mean that speaking of Mary, that was my question. Like, you know, people I think have this view of like, is Mary crazy or is this just Mary? Like Mary's authentic to what we see.
1: Um, I love Mary's facial expressions. Like, I don't even know if I can move my face like that. Like, she might give um what's his name? Um, who's the 80s actor in the mask? The, Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. She could literally give Jim Carrey a run for money. Like Mary's facial expressions, like literally, I want to say something and say, insert Mary's facial expression here. (laughs) This one. Um, She's like super, I mean, Mary's Mary. um, We're, you know, Mary's complex. I don't know all the layers of Mary. I know what Mary tells me about Mary. And, you know, I also think Mary's like defensive and private and she's going to share what she wants to. And that's what you get. Um, I think that she's got I think just because of like her marriage and stuff, you get to see, I think she's used to being criticized. So she's defensive. Um, and, you know, so you get to see what Mary's allowing you to see.
0: Is that really a big deal? Like, you know, I mean, the fact that like she married her.
1: Is it, uh, is it conventional and like norm? No. Do I care? No. It wasn't an issue for any of us. Like, do you, when you hear it, do you think, oh, that's weird? Yeah. hundred percent. It's weird.
0: I think it's weird, but not really. Like, I mean, I'm from New York. So to me, it was like, I list, yeah, I mean, it's it's weird, but I didn't give it a second thought. Like no, now I was no. like-, like,
1: it's not like no one's analyzing it. No one's, um, no one's tearing it apart or ripping on it. Like when I found out, I was like, oh, that's weird. But I didn't think about it anymore. I'm like, that's her life. It doesn't involve me. <laughs> marry who you want to marry. It doesn't have a bearing on my life. If you're yeah. happy, go for it.
0: Yeah. And like, at least for me, like when I saw this scene where like Mary was doing the sermon and I was like, oh, she's great at her job. And like now, like as soon as I saw that scene, I was like, I totally understand Mary. Like this all makes sense yeah. now. Like, I
1: think religion's complicated and, you know, like, however, you know, you can, di- you can dissect any religion, any relationship. It's theirs. It is what it is. She's honest about it. You know, we, I didn't think anything of it. It's not an issue for me.
0: How come you decided to join the show? Like, was it like tied to business, like Vita Tequila? Like, did you have any reservations in joining, knowing these other Housewife franchises?
1: No, No. I think just doing Sundance for so long and being exposed to so much stuff, I understand what I'm doing. Um, I understand that I have no control over it. I can control myself, my actions, my words. Um, I feel like it's really natural. I don't know if that's okay to say. Like, I mean, I'm sure... Some people are going to be like, you think you're natural? I am. I'm 100% myself all the time. If you hate me, you probably really hate me, unless I got a bad. Like, you didn't get the whole story. (laughs) And then I'll come and show you why you should like me. But, um, you know, I think it's a a, – you have to have resiliency, a very strong backbone, and you have to have a lot of confidence to do something like this because you're shredded apart for every little thing you do. Like, the things that people – Um, pay attention to are the things I would never think twice about. Like me getting Diet Coke and getting Taco Bell. I love that. Like, no joke. Look, always, always like, and I think some people were like, oh, she's putting it on for camera. No, it's me. You're seeing me. Um, I like that it is challenging me because it's really reworking. It's more complex for me because I am a consummate business owner. Like we own so many different businesses and you have to really manage your time well. Um, I love being a mother. I had a kid I had kids because I wanted children. I love being Jack and Henry's mom. they are everything to me. and I just think engaging them in the whole process and really managing my time that's important to me and that's been hard. It's very hard.
0: It is hard. Well, so you, you know, you are involved in Sundance, so you are around, you know, lots of famous people. So you're, you know, like you said, you're used to all this. Do you think any one of your castmates did the show and decided to do it for, like, the wrong reasons? You know, like, I, I want fame?
1: Um, uh, you know, I don't want to assume what some, I would think two of them did it for, like, just fame and are, like, obsessed with um, fame. For me, I didn't go into it for that reason. Like, I am... I am proud of what I've accomplished. Like I'm not embarrassed by anything. I've, I've had wins. I've had failures. Um, I work really hard. My whole thing is if someone can say, you know, I've gotten DMs so I know that it's like, it's true. Like if I can be on the show and someone says Lisa Barlow can do that, I can do it too. That's great. You know what? Everyone should, if you're capable and you want to do something, you should go for it. And I think like that was my goal in doing things. This is like to show people like you can do anything. You can be anything. You don't have to put yourself, you know, even with church, I don't put myself in a box. Like I'm like, I am me. I'm an individual. I'm going to do things my way. If you have a problem with it, I'm sorry for you. I'm fine. And I think for me, I wanted to go on and just be like, Hey, if you're a mom and you think you should be doing a tequila brand, go for it, do it. Like, and I hope it's aspirational, not meaning like, oh, Lisa Barlow's so aspirational, but my journey's aspirational. And maybe it gives somebody else the, um, like, the confidence to go and do that themselves. Because I think it's really important. I always want everyone around me to be them, their best self. It's not about Lisa Barlow. I want everyone around me to be the best.
0: Speaking of DMs, like, have you, do you look at, like, online, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't really know yeah. what everyone said about you, like, there's oh. no, there's nothing hidden in this question, but you know, like you said, it, just, people are going to say horrible things about everyone. That's just how yeah. it works. Like, have you read all of that? Like, have oh you fallen into
1: I lay in bed with John and we laugh at them. Like when people send me the meanest things, like, I'm just like, you know what? I, I'll respond to some people and I'm like, trust me, I'm not worth your energy. You just wasted five minutes sending me this, like, <laughs> like, I, you're right. I'm not worth your energy. Like, don't pay. It t- you know, it's you're polarizing for people. And there's some people where I'm just like, "Are you having a bad day? Do you need to vent?" <laughs> like, I like to see that. I like to see how people are perceiving me because I, as interesting as it is that it bugs people, I like to be my best self. It has nothing to do with my religion. It has to do with who I am as a person. Like, I just want to try a little bit harder to be a little bit better. I, I always tell my kids. Don't do anything you have to say I'm sorry for. Try to live your life where you're not apologizing to people and you're building people up. If you're, think about it, am I gonna have to say sorry for this? Then don't do it. And you know, for some people it's so upsetting. Lisa wants to be perfect. No, Lisa just wants to be a little bit better and try a little bit harder. And it's called goals and there's nothing wrong with having them. It's a good saying.
0: See, I'm shocked, I'm a Gemini and I'm the same way. I'm shocked you're not a Gemini. Gemini's yes, are fun. I'm
1: a ge- Sag Gemini. What day are you? June 9th. Okay, my sister's the twelfth, and my best friend's the thirteenth.
0: Aren't ge- Gemini's are great? And this isn't like an ego they thing. Are. We're just we're fun. We're very misunderstood people. We're like yes,
1: they're my favorite. I love Gemini, Capricorn, Sag, and Leo. And my husband's a Scorpio. My son's a Libra, and Henry's like straight up Sag. She's the day before me. Um, but Gemini, I get you, I get Gemini, my best friends at Gemini. and We've been friends for over 24 years and we're, we're so similar where we like, don't like to get in each other's way. we like to build each other up. She sent me a text message yesterday and she goes, um, I don't think I, I took a call. Like I had a big thing yesterday and I told her, I'm like, Hey, I'm going in on this. So I got to hang up in a minute. And she goes, "Oh my gosh, you love me so much." She goes, "No, anyone else would have sent me to voicemail." And I'm happy for her wins. Like, you know, they own Vivint, and it's an amazing home automation company. And I'm always like, "Thanks for reminding me that there's more. Thanks for reminding me to set bigger goals for myself." Because you just got a G6, and I need one of those.
0: <laughs> like, Seriously.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I get it. I'm, most of my friends are Gemini's and Sag. It just it's how it it's okay. how it it's how it's kind of played <laughs> out. It. Well, that's good that you don't fall into all like the online fodder because it takes some people years to kind of get out of that and just they go down that dark road.
1: We, you know, for me, it's simple. I look at it. Everybody's feelings are based on experiences, right? So we, based on our experiences we have, we create feelings and emotions and we're triggered by those. So I might say, you might hear in episode one, Heather saying, did Lisa just dismiss me? And even though I didn't, Somebody that's watching that that's felt dismissed is going to hate me, and I understand that. And I'm like, just keep watching, you'll like Lisa (laughs) Barlow.
0: What about do you because you watched some Bravo? Did you ever were you ever a fan of Vanderpump Rolls? Was that one of your shows?
1: You know what? It should have been a show that I loved. Um, I don't have that much time, so I have to be careful what I'm watching, and let's just say. John appreciates that I'm a housewife and loves that. I like to watch it, but he doesn't watch it with me. (laughs) So, you know, like he wants to watch like Netflix if we're just trying to decompress, but um, Vanderpump Rules is interesting to me because we used to own a restaurant. So I understand it's like romper room, like honestly, like, wow. And, you know, just being in the alcohol business and working with so many bartenders and restaurants and clubs and hotels. I know that. All the people I talk to love the underpunk rules because they relate to it. It's like, I love yachting, so I love below deck. Like, I get it. I've been on the other side, and I'm like, oh, that's how they knew I was on the deck at 7 a.m. and knew to bring my favorite cocktail. Okay, good. You know? So I think it's like, cool. Yeah.
0: Below deck is a good one, and oh, so good. One of the highest rated of all of Bravo. It's just people love it. It's a highly you know, ranch out. Um,
1: we've had so many of our friends go on below deck just because it's fun, and we all love yachting. And um, you know, John and I went on an amazing yacht trip. We were on this super yacht in the Mediterranean a few years ago with our friends. Um, it is there's nothing like yachting. How I was to gonna get water. You need to go. Well- on-
0: I was going to go on it. Like, it's a, my friend, want like, she got us, in, and I was just like, well, there were two things. One, I really don't like the water that much. I'm a traveler. And two, it was all places I had already been, and I'm like, this doesn't excite me as just a vacation. Like, I've been a lot of places in the world, and I'm like, I don't yeah. want to go to these places. But I also don't love the water. I, yeah,
1: whatever. it's scary. Water's totally scary. Even if you're the best swimmer, best everything, it's scary. And deep water with, like, weird fish in it, yeah. But I... I love yachting. <laughs> I mean, a
0: lot of people do. And I love below deck. the whole
1: reason I'm working, honey, is like so I can spend the my retirement, whatever that looks like, yachting.
0: <laughs> I get it. What about, so like Vanderpump rules, like, you know, Katie Maloney and Lala can't like they're from Salt Lake originally. Like, I don't know. So there was this thing on the show where you, like ever I forgot who referred to you as like the queen of Sundance. And now. Oh, Jen did.
1: You know, everyone pushes, for me to feel that way about myself. I don't think I'm the queen of Sundance. I think I'm a really hard worker. I do amazing events with big, with partners um, during Sundance. And, you know, Jen calls me, if you wanna go to an event in Sundance, you gotta kiss the ring. But a lot of people, the reason people call me the queen of Sundance, like I don't call myself that, is because I'm really resourceful. If someone's like, if one of my clients is like, hey, they we re- re- ordered these wraps on our vans and they don't look right, we need them rewrapped in 30 minutes, I can get that done. If somebody's like, hey, you know what? We just need to pop this up. We need a venue. I can get that done. I have pulled off many, many miracles um, in my 12, 13 years doing this. Um, but I mean, I work hard. Like, I don't know if you call the queen, like... <laughs> Like, I don't know, whatever. It's cute, I think it's endearing.
0: It is. I mean, listen, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with Sundance. What about like, because I don't know if you know, like Katie said, well, I'm always at Sundance and I don't know who Lisa Barlow is.
1: Well, if she has to ask to get in a place, like, I mean, that's weird. Lisa I mean, Barlow doesn't have you to You have ask to know it. someone at the door to get in a place. Like, I think that's weird. And you know, she's probably not at the parties I'm putting on either. You'll see, wait till the next episode, episode six, maybe even a little seven.
0: I'm not questioning you, I guess Katie is. <laughs> I I just you know, I just didn't know if you had any response I, to Katie. I,
1: I, I, don't, I don't even know what she said. I've had so many people say she commented, I don't even know what she said.
0: She said just like, I'm from there and I'm always at Sundance and how is Lisa Barlow the queen because I've never heard of this woman in my life. Oh, she
1: probably works with different people than I do. Oh well, she, not everyone has to know who I am. She does now. <laughs>
0: yes, she does. She does now. Did you know? So did you ever know like Lala Kent? Like none of you didn't know. Her. No, but
1: I think Lala Kent is beautiful. Like her face is just gorgeous. I'm like when I look at Lala Kent, I'm like quintessential Utah girl. Like flawless face. Like I think Utah girls are so gorgeous, and Lala is hands down flawless. Like her face to me is perfect.
0: Besides you, because you're into fashion, who has the best style do you think out of the Salt Lake City cast?
1: Um, I'd have to say Jen Shaw. I love the way she puts things together. Um, When she walked into Mary's Luncheon, I thought, wow, Jen looks amazing. She's like so cute. Um, Jen's creative with fashion and I love that she's doing JXA in her own brand. I think Meredith has a timeless style. Like, um, you know, she's you know, look, I'm wearing Meredith jewelry. Like That's- Meredith makes beautiful jewelry. I think in different ways. Like Meredith's style is not mine. Mine is not Meredith. Um, Jen has such a unique style, but I think only Jen could do that. I think it's good. Um, and you know, I'm just like I'm a New Yorker. I'm like, like as much as I love designer, I wear it very simply. Like I'm like you know, some days I go outside and I'm like, oh my gosh, like if you looked at me. You probably think I'm wearing fifty dollars in clothes, and it's not. <laughs> but I just like that super understated, simple thing. But I think everyone has a unique style to them. You know, there's a couple people that I don't like how they dress, but it's their. It works for them. So I mean, who am I to say who dresses good or bad? It's it's individual.
0: Well, there's like a whole show like Fashion Police that spent years with Miss Joan Rivers talking about who didn't dress well. So I think you have some right to decide who.
1: I think I think that, um, you know, Utah, like there's a Utah style, right? And then there's girls that like get fashion. You can have your own style and not really get fashion. Like I can I can wake up in the morning and think, I'm gonna carry this bag today and know exactly what I'm gonna put with it. I never planned my outfits. The whole time we were filming, it was my mood. So whatever I woke up feeling like, I'm like, I'm going to wear that denim jumpsuit today with my Votier boots. Like I literally, to me, it's like something you feel. It's not something you work hard on. It's a feeling, right? Uh, I would get that. All the girls on our cast feel it or we feel the same way.
0: (laughs) So who might need a little bit of help in the style department?
1: I mean, it's subjective, just like art. (laughs) Like watch the show. You tell me. I really want you to send me a DM who you think.
0: I, I, I will. I
1: have,
0: <laughs> I have thoughts on who's the best dressed on the cast. You
1: know, and I think Mary buys really cool pieces, and she has a very unique way of layering things. Um, and I think Mary busts out some killer looks. Like, I know she took heat for that green dress. In person, I loved the dress. And she was wearing this amazing Louis Vuitton jacket that she has in Kelly green and I have in blue. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I like the way Mary put it together. In person, I liked it much more than how it translated on camera. Because everyone was like, why do you love Tinkerbell dress? And I'm like, I love Tinkerbell dress. And then I saw on camera, I'm like, you're seeing it differently than I did. I get what she was doing. You couldn't tell that her tights were mint green. You couldn't tell that she had Kelly, like the same shade of green and a darker color Louboutin shoes on. You missed that. But I got it. I was like, I get what she's doing here.
0: And it's, Louie's my, I I love Louie. That's one of my, what about from like other franchises or like other people in the Bravo world? Like, is there anyone whose style you're just like?
1: Um, I think Lisa Renna has a killer style. I think underestimated 2000%. She's always classic, timeless chic. She has the hottest little body. I would dance naked every day if I had her body. My kids would hate me, but I would do it. Um, And I think like, if you really look at Lisa Renna's style, it's like so like just well put together. I think Lisa Renna has a great style and Dorit Kemsley. I love her style. I think it's absolutely beautiful. She's a little more logo centric than me. There's nothing wrong with that. I think Jen, if if Dorit was extreme, she'd be Jen Shaw. Um, You know, like I got Jen Shaw from the personality standpoint. She's got it from the fashion because Jen is very logo centric, like beautiful Gucci Gucci suits, like Gucci on Gucci. Um, I think Dorit dresses beautifully. Um, I think all the girls on Atlanta bring it, every single one of them. Like watching them at a dinner party, I'm like, wow, there's a million dollars.
0: Well, that's how I feel when I watch Dorit. I actually went to high school with Doreet, but that's. You
1: did? We'll have to talk. It,
0: we'll have to. Yes, I, I grew up between New York and Connecticut. We'll have to talk in DMs about that, but that's a whole nother story. But I look at Doreet's outfits and I'm like, there's like $50,000. There's like, yeah, no. I mean- when
1: people were questioning how much Jen sends on an outfit, I'm like, it's not hard. Like, you know, one of my friends made a joke. I was crying. She was in park city. She's so funny, very smart. Um, used to ch- like do deals for gold men young too. She's in her thirties. She's like, Oh my gosh, if I were on housewives, she's like, Todd's like, what if her husband's Todd, what if the girls come for you? And he's like, Oh, she would just say, one of my offices is as much as a Draper house and I live in one of my homes is in Draper. And I started laughing. I was crying. And I'm like, it's true. It's really true. Like the Birkins 500 grand, you know, the limited edition skin, you're wearing 500,000 in jewelry. And then you add on that beautiful couture runway dress. That was 45,000. I mean, something can do it. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's not hard. You know, if you have great pieces, great style couture, it's not hard. Yeah. It's amazing.
0: What about Vita Tequila? Like, I would assume the show can't be bad for that, right? It's like oh, free. I mean,
1: you know, it's been so fun for our brand. I, like, actually, I'm going to show you. I've got my beautiful Vita here. I this love one it. This go away. I love this bottle. I helped design it. Um, I really wanted to put my fingerprint on tequila and do something that's like the way I feel Mexico is, the way I see Mexico, modern, chic when you're walking down the streets of Mexico city, there's like a pulse that you can't replicate. Um, And to me, I'm like, that's Mexico. I mean, we have to pay homage to this amazing country that makes the best spirit in the world. And, you know, traditional tequila bottles used to be tall and skinny. And then they went to the short squatty ones, which is what we initially launched our brand with. And recently relaunched with this whole new bottle It's extremely expensive to rebrand, redistribute, buy back old bottles. Um, but I really was like, we have to do this Vita means life. Um, this is representative of the life of so many people in Mexico. It has to be timeless, chic, bold, iconic. And I feel like we really created this. This is 900 grams of crystal every bottle, even the ones that are our basic bottles. And then we have the decadent ones that are um, like totally over the top, Swarovski crystal embellished and you know, I want to have fun with it. When I look at our bottles, I want to see Chanel 1988 through 1988 through 92 on a bottle and really bring my love of fashion into tequila. And if you're watching what's happening in Mexico city, it is on point with everything they're doing. Um, the best glass comes out of Mexico city for all brands like Baccarat, everybody, the best glass for, um, tequila for liquor brands for even your windshields and then when you look at what's happening down there and how chic Mexico is Mexico is the best food the best everything and they're cultured and they're worldly you can be in Paris and see more people from Mexico than actually you know than you would think and I just think this is my fingerprint on tequila in a way to show the world like don't look, look at um, Vita, look at all tequila the way it should be. It's chic, modern, elegant, and you can't make it in your bathtub. It takes an, it's an art to make tequila.
0: Would you ever expand into like other liquors or are you just like, um, and, and do, and do you drink anything we're else? i
1: are working on it right now. So we love mezcal. So that's an art to make too, and it has to be done right. Everything I like to touch has to be great, Like, I really want to make sure, like, if we're introducing a spirit, you're not going to get version one. You're going to get the best version. Um, And like, Vita is so delicious. It's award-winning, amazing. We're working on a vodka right now. I'm a tequila girl, though. You are. love tequila, but we're doing an amazing vodka. Um, I have amazing stuff. And then we own multiple brands in Mexico. Um, So we don't just own Vida. We own other brands. Um, Vita in Mexico is Vita Feliz because Vita means life, and you can't trademark that down there. But we have it um, under Vita Feliz in Mexico. Same bottle, same delicious, delicious tequila. Um, but you know, no. well.
0: I mean, I am a little bit of a tequila girl, mostly a vodka girl. So I'm ready to try your (laughs) vodka as soon as it's, well, you know, it's the best thing to drink for calories, vodka and tequila. Those
1: are the two. Yeah, absolutely. And tequila is an upper. It's the one spirit that's an upper. So if you're depressed, drink some tequila. And like, don't mix it with your meds though. (laughs) And then um, I just think it's a skinny girl drink too. Like you get it. Like Bethany was dead on when she said that. You know, tequila, soda water, and fresh lime juice, that's very healthy.
0: You should probably, I mean, you'll probably hear from Bethany the more this, you know, you talk about Vita on the show, I'm shocked you have it.
1: You know, I really, I hope I do. I think she's amazing, I'm proud of her. Like, honestly, I love when people are successful and watching what Bethany has done in such a short period of time by herself, she is nothing but impressive. And you cannot be Bethany Frankel without that bold, iconic personality. I think she's very witty, too. Like, love it.
0: And all really from Housewives. I mean, you know, smart, intelligent, great idea. And, like, she took it. Like, I'm, she's brilliant. But, like, look at what a platform this show can do.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I'm grateful to be a part of the Bravo family. Um, I've loved every step of the experience. It's not always easy. It's hard. But it really pushes you to go outside your norm and be you know your best self
0: three final questions and then we'll wrap up i promise what what was i just going to ask you what do you think the biggest misconception about you is just in what we've seen so far like do you think
1: you're (laughs) i'm a bitch and you know what being a bitch doesn't make you a good boss i'm not a bitch i have a backbone i have a strong personality you know, I always tell my kids, the bad truth is better than a good lie. I would rather hear the bad truth. And sometimes I'm giving the bad truth. That doesn't make me a bad person. It makes me honest. And I would much rather have the honest friend around me than the liar. Like if I look fat, tell me I look fat because I'm going to go change. Give me the opportunity to change. And, you know, that's probably the biggest misconception. And I also think people think when you're strong, Um, you can love yourself without being in love with yourself. I really like myself and that's not a narcissistic thing. I think it's a good thing. It's called healthy. You know, you can't love other people. You can't give to other people if you don't love yourself. I'm not in love with Lisa Barlow. I love Lisa Barlow. I care about myself. Yeah. I don't. Nobody else is going to take a look at this group of girls. (laughs) Like. No one's asking me how I'm feeling. <laughs> no. I don't need them to, though. I really don't need them to, but they're not asking. And they, they expect a lot without giving anything. So, you know.
0: There's a certain type sometimes that's cast for housewives that it's me, me, me.
1: Oh, me, me, me. I'm not like that. I would rather give than get.
0: Are you Are you and Whitney over? Will you ever get over Whitney, you know, saying that you.
1: I don't think about it. Is that, that like, I mean, I'm going to be totally no. honest. I don't, I don't care you know, like I've never called Whitney a, a swinger, you know, whatever Whitney's thinks is happening in reality are two different things. And it's not my problem. Whitney has to, you know, when I saw the trailer for the first episode, I immediately texted winger. I don't, or Whitney winger. I called her like Whitney winger. Like, I immediately texted her and said, Whitney, I don't think you're a swinger. And she goes, I can't believe they aired that. And I'm like, I can, because you said it like you said it. So you created the life for it. I have never accused Whitney of being a swinger, like, I don't even care. Like, I think it's weird um, to accuse someone of calling you something like even the, even when she's who knows like where it started and where it ended up when we saw it. But when she's sitting there talking with Heather, I don't know what she's talking about when she's like, they say, they must be so close. I have no idea what she's talking about. I'm like, I've never had that conversation with you. I know exactly what I said to her and I know exactly what our follow up conversation via text was, and it was positive. I was like, I like what I see so far. Um, Whitney, I think Whitney, um, when Whitney finds her own identity, I think Whitney will be a much happier person. I don't think Whitney knows who Whitney is yet. And I think the fact that I know who I am is um, like upsetting to her. And so when she figures it out with her and that everything I say comes out of like the big, legit like a big sister, I want the best for people. So when I say something, it's not to hurt you, it's to help you. And when she figures that out, maybe, I mean, we don't have any history though. Like Whitney and I didn't come into this like best friends. We didn't have any history. I had seen her once in my life before we started filming.
0: Ah, uh, you feel like saying to her, like Whitney, you're in a fight with yourself. Like this is yeah. where did this come it's from? It's a lot
1: of projecting. I think for both her and Heather, is it bad? No, because maybe they're going to learn something about themselves and, um, understand more about themselves. It's like, it is what it is. It doesn't impact me though. You know, for a minute I was like, okay, that's ridiculous and I'm over it.
0: Do you run into them? Like, is Salt Lake that small? Like, I mean, I, I, I know that's such, I mean, I've been there, but I know that's such a New York question. New York is small, yeah. but like, do you now run into these people
1: Um you don't want to? I don't, I don't. I mean, we do, we have such different lifestyles naturally. Um, we all live in different parts of Salt Lake County. Um, and you know, I mean, it's such a, it's such a homogenous place. And I think because of the Mormon church and, you know, people go to church and then they move and then they make friends in another area. So I, you know, we don't run into each other. I'm sure if I wanted to try really hard, we could figure out how to make that happen, but we just live our lives so differently that, and it's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It just is what it is. Like, like we all work, we all have kids. You know, and we go out in different places. Like, at this stage in my life, um, I love, like, lounging and going to, like, you know, I don't want to be at a club until 5 a.m. I appreciate it. And there's times when I want to do that. But, you know, most of the time, John and I are going out to lounges or beautiful restaurants for dinner or Taco Bell.
0: (laughs) Yes, I, I... Are you prepared for like when the world is like open, open, God knows when that's going to be and you know, you're going to be in an airport, you're going to be wherever, even in Salt Lake, people are going to say, there's Lisa, like, are you prepared for that in person?
1: We're busy. John and I have been busy for a long time. So, you know, just owning alcohol brands, when we go to restaurants, most of the time they carry our product. And so we're used to people knowing who we are. Right. I mean, I think it's going to be new for my kids because, like, they can be naughty sometimes, and people are the whole world is going to know when Jack and Henry are naughty. <laughs> and, like, the other night we were out to dinner at a restaurant, and the lady in the table behind us is like, That's Lisa Barlow. I heard her, and I'm like, Kids, chill out. Cause, like, they're I mean, they have their cousins in town to go skiing, and they were crazy. My kids were completely inappropriate.
0: (laughs) Right, someone will be like, sat next to Lisa last night, her kids were doing this.
1: Oh, I'm sure. And I told them, I'm like, you heard that lady say that, like, chill out. And Henry's like, wait, she's watching me? Like, then he wants to be extra. And I'm like, oh my God, Henry. like,
0: You're like, yes. Um, was there anything, and then we'll wrap up this last question, is there anything that you, you know, we may not have seen it that you regret from filming, like anything you would have done differently where you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe I said that this is going to become a huge
1: thing. No, you know what, everything I said in the moment I meant, does it mean I think that all the time and still think it now? No, I, I'm respectful of people. I'm respectful of myself. I am myself. So I'm just being myself. I don't know. You're not going to see everything because they can't take know, 70 hours of Lisa Barlow, you know, you see me eight minutes every Wednesday. Right. So I, there's, you know, unless like, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I'm comfortable with everything I've said and done. Um, and you know, I'm just myself. So if you don't, if you think I'm inappropriate, I'm probably inappropriate
0: (laughs) well I don't think so I mean you know as someone that does this I speak to a million people million people from Bravo so I'm not just saying this I love Salt Lake I'm loving it so
1: I love that that.
0: this is not just kissing off I think it's like a great addition to the franchise I think it has legs so just I really appreciate you taking your time
1: yeah no problem thank you so much for all the support too because you know it is hard to do this and you know, it's people like you that get the word out about who we are, why they should watch. So thank you so much for taking the time, too. It's Awesome.
0: Where? Well, A, when you come to New York, we're doing drinks. Yes, You can bring John and whoever else yes. you want.
1: They and, usually, I'm surprised they're not joining in. If you give me one second, John will come say hi to you. Um, he, he I just he, heard him walk in the door. He should I'm, come say hi. I'm going to. Hold on. He will love it. I was doing a podcast a few weeks ago and he hopped on. And um, you'll I just love John.
0: We should have a hi from John. And you you should tell your um, colleagues they need to come and chat with me. Meredith, I know. I have a I have a mutual friend in common with Meredith actually. Oh
1: amazing. Jen should for sure too. Hold on, John just walked in. Okay. John, I need you. Come here. <laughs>
0: Did John and like your kids, did, they, did any of them have any reservations and you joining the show?
1: No, you know, my kids have been around stuff their whole lives. Like Jack grew up like, you know, we're in Beverly Hills and walking down the street and Dwayne Johnson, the agent's like, Farlows! you know, he's like a good friend of ours. Like, no, I think they love it. I think for Jack, some things were a little complicated. Um, take off your jacket and then come in. Um, I think some things were a little hard for him because he's 15 and his friends are going to see that he loves his mommy. And so he would act like a little different camera. I'm like, you love me, get over here, hug me. You know, learning how to drive on, you know, international TV. He had his permit for weeks. I was scared. I, I didn't I didn't hear him say pull out game because I was worried I was gonna die. Like I was nervous. And you just be one part. We live on a mountain. So when Jack is driving up a mountain with lights in his face, cameras on the side of the car, and he's a rookie driver, he was terrified. And Henry's like, go, go, go. I mean, it's a lot. And I think Henry loves it. He literally was like, mom, can I film with Jen Shaw on Friday? And Jack is getting it. But I'm excited for people to get to know our family because they're exceptional kids. I'm their mom. So, of course, I'm partial but like they have loved doing deals their whole life. They created an amazing business. You're gonna get to see what they did. I know a lot of people think, oh, it's Lisa Barlow's business. No, it was 100% generated by our children. We own, um, co-own a company with Nikki and Bribella Bella. And yes. they saw what we were doing with them and they wanted that too. And they, they, they're like a little consummate moguls. Like they have been around business their whole life. They know all of our lawyers names. Like they know who to call if they get in trouble.
0: Wow. Like, Yeah, so it's okay. You gotta see John. John,
1: say hi. Hello. My baby. How are you?
0: Hey, nice to meet you. Oh, Oh, and here's Kendall. And the dog.
1: Hi, Kendall.
0: It's like a family portrait. Wait, let let me take a screenshot of you guys.
1: Kendall, come
0: here. How's it going? We just had a lovely chat. Nice to meet you, too. Thank Thank you for. I letting think us chat john
1: is going crazy. she's like people
0: <laughs> she's like what is what are you doing have yeah. you gotten used to doing all all the media and stuff yet like are you just like overwhelmed Or you because you, you've done it for sundance and whatnot me or, or me or both, of
1: you, no, both
0: of you both of you you
1: know john is an amazing public speaker like if you ever see john host um a seminar or a meeting he's amazing so i think he's used to that and Let's just be clear. He knocked doors for the LDS Church for two years. <laughs> like, if you can do that, you can do like anything. Um, I w- You don't really want to be I'm... on the show, like. But yeah, well, it's. He'll it's, do it for me. It's called Housewives for a reason. It's not, 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 not the House Husband Show.
0: <laughs> no, but you know, like throughout history, lots of House Husbands have their moments. Yeah. Like. I told Lisa, you know, like on the blogs, like people are already saying like you're in the running for one of the hottest house husbands of Salt Lake. I don't you know, know if you know this. Sure.
1: <laughs> they're, they're all very kind. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm just telling you what, what's going on out there. <laughs> so that's <laughs> kind of okay. the way. I I'm just starting. want to
1: make sure that I don't embarrass Lisa. That's my that's I have my like top, two rules for him. Come, like I'm like any scene you film with me, he broke it the very first time, like at Henry's birthday party. I'm like, do not ever joke about But, sex. but I recognized it immediately. Apologized <laughs> after filming left. I got some diamonds. <laughs> told her that I would do it again. So. Yeah.
0: So wait, so that's the rule? Don't joke about sex?
1: Yeah, because like or John, drugs. John has like a dark, do- like a dirty personality, like a little <laughs> bit. Like okay. he's a boy. And. I joke about yeah. sex. Yeah. And so I was like, just that's don't okay. do that on camera. And I'm like, you know. I'm like, don't make, I'm like, don't make comments about stuff we don't do because people will assume you when you say that, like, it's real. Like, so don't make jokes because it's like funny to joke about, but I'm like, yeah. I don't want people thinking I do that because I don't. And that was like two things. I'm like, don't make those jokes. Like he thinks he's, he is very funny. So, I think I'm funny. Yeah. Lisa doesn't think I'm funny. Not always. My kids <laughs> our boys think I'm funny. Listen, his <laughs> Rolex got thrown out of the window for a reason. You'll <laughs> see soon.
0: <laughs> I can't wait. Well, and that's the thing. Like, you joke about something or you say, like, you don't do something. Then just people deduce, well, you must do the following three things because you didn't list those. You know, it's yeah, like.
1: exactly. Exactly. So, well,
0: the show is great so far. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I'm He's too tall for the camera. It, but you're fitting it.
0: And we saw the great artwork in the background. So I'm glad you got to join us. But when you come to New York, we'll have to really do drinks.
1: I would love that. I would love that. We have to, for sure. That'd be fun.
0: I'm really very simple, too. Just give me a lounge and just give me a drink, a vodka or a tequila, and I'm fine.
1: You're good. We'll stick with vodka for you because we know that's what you like.
0: (laughs) Well, when I'm with you, I'll drink Vita tequila. I love
1: it. We have to support the brand. (laughs) Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, you'll have to come back on like towards the end of the season and we'll do like a, how have you changed?
1: Okay, let's do it, I'm in.
0: So love you you. both, Lisa and John Barlow, everyone will follow you. I'll see you guys later. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope, because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear,